welcome 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 everyone to the show and yes indeed god loves us too much today uh this is welfare your edition of welfare episode nine and we thank god for you to our american family that is listening and that is uh in tuned in with us today we say good afternoon to you to our nigerian family that is listening and with us today we say to you ekale and we thank god for you god bless you and and happy saturday and happy sabbath to you okay so this week um is episode nine welfare um this is our again our ninth episode i am your host apostle and kalawali and boy have we got a show for you today we have a special guest with us today we of course we have our family we just praise god and we thank god for each and every one of you today and we want to let you know that we are here for your welfare um we welfare you know like i said a lot of people don't know what welfare means but welfare means your well-being and we are here for the well-being of everyday people as well as the body of christ and we want to let you know today that god is like your oxygen without him you can not live you need and live sufficiently so we need the word of god and that's what we're here for um everything that pertains to you and your family you know today we have a special guest with us and um many of you may remember on the third episode uh that it was the one concerning the COVID that we had a guest with us and she talked about her auntie that had passed from COVID and it was definitely a testimony and something and in the process of that that she was able to find God well we had the pleasure this ministry and yours truly Apostle Kalawali we had the ministry of leading her conversion to the body of Christ and uh, again that guest is here with us today she is uh, considered she represents our Latino community we do consider her part of the ministry today and indeed we know that god is going to build her up and actually promote her and use her for evangelism you know i was just she called me the other day and she told me that god had given her the chance to minister minister to someone that was on the side of the road and she picked them up and god allowed her to minister to them and give them food and i told her i said you know vanessa when she tells you all that you all that are listening today and you hear her background you are actually going to be astonished huh that god will use such and i I, i'm glad that she's here to tell her testimony because i want everyone to know that it doesn't matter what your background is god can use you it doesn't matter what you were before what you were into before god can use you to do the work of the lord uh for god is not a man that he shall lie neither is he slack concerning his promise and when he starts a good work in you he is faithful to perform now i'm gonna let vanessa uh who is with us by way of our latino community i'm going to let her tell you what her background is i'm not going to take that from her today but when i will tell you when i laid my hands on her when god told me to lay my hands on her and gave me two places to lay hands when 
there was one time that the spirit guided me to lay hands on her belly and god said to me that out of her belly is going to flow rivers of living water and i know then that she had a call for ministry on her life later it was given to me that she was she had a calling for evangelism and god it seems like god is already getting her prepared for that and in due time and in her season she is going to uh prayerfully and as i always tell her you stay on the course with god god is definitely going to lead you into evangelism so she's here today Vanessa how are you I'm doing good how's everybody doing by the name of God praise God praise God and we are definitely ha uh, happy to have you here with us today so Vanessa I want you to tell our guests um, kind of what you know we know your auntie had the COVID and you had a lot going on in your life but and um when you got to me and you actually came to our home and i began to minister to you um and you said to me you know you wanted me to uh lead you in the pro you said to me you wanted me to lead you in the process of uh you know of rededicating your life to the lord i did all right so then go ahead we're listening yeah i never asked anybody pray over me and something told me to ask you and that's exactly what you did and i felt relief when you did that praise god praise god and we and we thank you for that we thank you so after we did the the salvation prayer first of all I, I so it can be very clear to people that it doesn't matter what kind of background you're into what you're into now god can use you can you tell us something about your background what is your background what are some things that you have been into and exposed yourself to um oh lord okay uh let's put it like this your drugs um, got out of it by the grace of God. I asked him to help me. I didn't care how he did it. Just get me off the streets. And he did it in a different way. And one day I would still be We didn't hear you, Vanessa. It got I said can you hear me now? Yeah, the line got cut off somehow, but it, but we can hear oh. you now. Hold on, let me get back in the truck. I'll probably sound better if I get back in the truck with all this racket going on. Okay, can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. Now, uh, I used to do drugs back then. Uh, I didn't care how... I did it, but uh, I asked the Lord to help me. I didn't care how he did it, just get me off the streets because it was easier for me to go down the streets and get some more. And he did find a way to get me off. And if it wasn't for him, I would still be using. But I'm glad that he helped me and got me off the street. I didn't have a job. Now I do. Um, and that was after you came to Jesus, right? Yes. Uh, praise God. 
and and he helped us find you a job um what about witchcraft did you did did you were you and you had any business in witchcraft yes i did okay i've been doing that since i was a child uh i did it then now i don't do it because it's more confusing for me because i'm trying to make get myself right with god and to leave all that stuff alone praise god praise god now there's something interesting where we minister to you and we led you through the the uh, uh, salvation process, you know, um, the, the that prayer. We led you through that. Remember, we got on our knees. I led you through that and so forth and so on. And then we got up and I told you, I said, God told me to put my hands on you. Right. Yeah. OK. So what happened when 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 I put my hands on you and I began to pray for you? What happened? Uh, you laid your hands on me and we prayed. I felt, I don't know, I felt relieved. But after that, I don't even remember what happened after that. But when I did wake up, I felt so relieved. Uh, no stress. Uh, it was a wonderful feeling for me. It was a wonderful feeling. I felt like... I was free. Praise God. Praise God. And, and and actually, you don't remember, but I know that I laid hands on you, and I know you you passed out. And I know that there were some things, you did some other things, but I won't share that with you. But I know that there were some spirits that left you at that time. And then after that, that's when God put told me to put my hands on your stomach. And that's when the Holy Spirit began to speak to me and told me that out of your belly would flow rivers of living water. And I do appreciate you, Vanessa, so much for coming on. And what, what that is, what you just did is let people know that it doesn't matter what background you're from, what you're into, that God can heal you and God can save you. And how are you doing Go ahead. We can hear you. That, that is very true. No matter what you did in the past, what did you do, it doesn't matter in God's eyes. He will forgive you and he will bring you back to him. Always pray. And I mean, he might not answer right away, but I tell you one thing. He will answer in a different way. Praise God. You said to yourself, I don't know why God is leading me back to this lady again. You know, and that's because we didn't get it done. We didn't get it done on the first time, you know, and a lot. Okay. I said you had said before that I don't know why the God was leading me back to this lady again. And that's because we didn't get it done on the first time. A lot of times, uh, you know, and that's another thing for us to, to, to bring forward. A lot of time, human we look with our natural eyes and I, you know, we think, oh, this person's into that, that person. No, I don't have nothing to do with that. I'm of God. But there are sometimes there's something that God wants you to do for that person and he wants to do it through you. And I like I told you um, every time we talk and when we do talk, like I tell you, sometimes I thank God that he blessed me um, to be able. He chose me to do that uh, through me. And so and we're going to come the ministry, you know, you talk to us every once in a while. We check on you. We see how you're doing. And you know that we're going to continue to pray that God move you forward and that he. Uh, 
that he lead you in the things of him. And so we thank God for that. And we thank God for you being here and um, sharing your testimony with us today. We're going to let you get back to work. We won't hold you up. Thank you so much for being here and sharing that testimony with us today. We really, really, really appreciate it. And I, uh, I'm i sure that it's going to be a blessing to someone else. If you'll give us a few seconds and we're going to get into the ministry. And yes, indeed, he does love us absolutely too much today. And we praise God. We thank God for Vanessa. You know, you guys stand by and stick. We are having a little bit of technical difficulties, but we give God all the glory today because we know that he's going to smooth those right out. Um, we thank God for um, Vanessa and that testimony um is is uh just indeed to show you it doesn't matter what you're into witchcraft uh whatever you uh, name it i you know it, indeed uh uh vanessa had said to me she said well um you know why is god bringing me back to this lady again and you know i kept saying god why are you bringing me certain individuals certain individuals three times in my life has assault those so far has god used me even when i wasn't even when i was a babe and i wasn't even proclaiming to be a minister of god and i didn't understand my calling and um the first actually the first person that god had me lead to christ i was driving school buses at that point in my life and i was in college i just began college and it was indeed it was a young girl who was a sadist and um after talking to her and her mom sometime, uh, God indeed did have me, um, allow me to take her to church. You know, he broke the holes. Um, the mom was trying to get away from that, that, uh, type of religion. The dad was a devout sadist and they had broken up and I led her, um, I took her to church and by way then it was the help of, um, actually who is our, our family, our church pastor now, um, actually it was him and by way of him i got her just kept ministering to her got her to walk up there 
and uh, he um, definitely assisted with leading her to Christ and I thank God for it but um, that in, in, in God is showing me more about my callings and my gifts um, and the third one uh, the second one was into witchcraft as well and um, well, I praise God I thank God for her and she's like a goddaughter to me now and I check up on her and um, definitely you have heard Vanessa say uh, uh, here now that she was definitely into witchcraft so god is just perfecting and um and uh letting me uh, letting me know even more about my callings and he's just perfecting the gift but we thank god and we bless god that um he allowed us to bring Vanessa in and indeed we pray that she stay and stick with god and that he can perfect her calling and her gift um for evangelism and her which is her office um in the fivefold ministry all right right on to the ministry today and god we do have a word from the lord and today's show is entitled those of you that listened to last ep- the last episode last week guess what we didn't get off of it god told us to stay right there there's some things we need to discuss there's a lot to discuss um and our subject today is i like your attitude but how you feeling part two how are you feeling today right um and that was the same title for episode eight those of you that listen and someone put us on reason podcast so now you can find us also on reason podcast i just went in there they had already done their groundwork to put out podcasts up there and i just went in there and just added some things um me and my team and so we are on reason podcast and i'll give you that website but uh this week last week's episode episode eight is up there and um we are have the same subject but it's part two i like your attitude about how you're feeling we're still on attitude we're still on attitude this week that's what god gave me this week to stick right there with the real christian attitude what should it be like right and last week those of you that are with us uh uh, this week and um you listened last week to last week's episode you'll know and of course we do have like we set it up where you can go back in and listen if you missed the live recording so it's set up that way so you're good but um you know that we dealt with attitude and we came from isaiah 58 1 through 12 and two things that we established last week we established first of all that isaiah 58 1 through 12 Yes, it was talking about fasting. God was talking about fasting and the way he wanted his people to fast. But one, um, secondly, uh, another important characteristic that, that God brought up then, what he was trying to tell his people is uh, the attitude that his people should have as they conduct his business and they conduct and they serve him as they call themselves serving him in any form or fashion. He gave us the attitude um, that his people uh should have all right in that chapter isaiah 58 we determined me and my crew and my team uh, we determined last week well i i got it already gave me discuss what is a bad attitude and what is a good attitude but me and my team we put um names we gave those those the bad attitude we determined last week that the bad attitude um can be called the christian pretense attitude all right and we established that the good attitude can be that can be called the the attitude tracking jesus christ teachings 
Okay, we determine those two things. Right? So we got bad attitude. What can be considered a bad attitude is the Christian pretense attitude. And then last week we said the good attitude, it can be called the attitude that's tracking Jesus' teachings. Okay? Now let's get into those words. Pretense. What's Christian pretense, Apostle? Well, a pretense is an attempt to make something that is not the case appear to be true. So basically, it's a false Christian attitude. We can say it's false. So it's a it's a false Christian attitude. That's what bad a bad Christian attitude represents. Now, the good attitude, one that's tracking Jesus' teaching, it would be one that's tracking the teachings of Jesus Christ and his gospel. And that's what God is trying to get his people to see. All right, so we're dealing with the real Christian attitude. What God gave me this week to talk about attitude. Last week, we talked about it in terms of thinking and the thought process. Many of you know we dealt with Romans 2, 14, uh, 2, 14 through 16, how it relates to uh, how, you know, uh, the law that God was talking about in 58 and he gave to the Israelites, how it related to the what, uh, you know, us now, the Gentiles. So we dealt with that last week and we we dealt with, so to speak, the thought process of the Christian because thought process is part of our attitude. It's going to make up how we treat people. Well, we do to people this week. God gave me, he said, deal with the showing of emotion. Deal with showing emotion. So when we talk about showing emotion, we're talking about anger. We're talking about being upset. All right. So, uh, all, all my fellas, I want you to say, uh-oh. <laughs> and all my Christian males, I want you to say, uh-oh. Right? Right there at that point. And all my Christian females, I want you to say, sister, that shoe is too tight. Don't give it to me. All right, and it would be beautiful if we were if we were live in a live audience, and I can hear. I love to do that when I minister sometimes. All right, and to all my Nigerians, I didn't forget about you. All my sisters, I need you to say, "Are you mad?" And all my Nigerian males, I need you to say, "No wahala, no wahala." <laughs> All right, we praise God and we bless God. <laughs> My husband is laughing. And we bless God. We bless God for that. Now, there's three questions that I have for you all as we minister, as we deal with this anger today, right? And the showing emotion. How does that relate to the real Christian attitude? And God gave me three questions for you all, for the church. Uh, saying he didn't he didn't exclude you no he didn't so it's for us right and god didn't exclude me um uh when i minister to you i minister to myself and that's the case with all ministers all right so he gave us three questions for one we can we can we can ask ourselves is it permitted in the christian attitude so the first question we want to ask ourselves is it permitted in the christian attitude Show, the showing of emotion, which in terms, we're just going to say anger. We're going to call it anger, being upset, right? Okay. So for one, we want to know, is anger permitted in the Christian attitude? That's the first question we want to ask ourselves as we go through this and discuss this topic. All right. Secondly, the second thing we want to ask ourselves, is it demonic? 
that's the second question we want to ask ourselves okay as we as we contemplate and as we think of this and we see how scripture relates to it okay then thirdly we want to ask ourselves is it a lack of temperance okay all right so the first question we're dealing today with the real christian attitude as it pertains to showing emotion and these emotions that were specifically highlighted are anger and being upset and that type of thing okay so first question we should ask ourselves as the body of christ is it permitted in the christian attitude secondly we want to ask ourselves is it demonic and thirdly, we want to ask ourselves, is it a lack of temperance? Which people will say, well, what do you mean by that? Okay, glad you asked, right? Everyone knows that temperance, and I actually add another one in there, you know, because we're going to get to that. Everybody go with me to Galatians 5, 22 through 23. Would go with me to Galatians 5. 22 through 23. All right. And it says, now let's go to, we're starting with 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith 23 meekness temperance against such there is no law oh now all right uh now let's look at that in 23 meekness and temperance that's what i want us to look at those last two fruits of the spirit when we talk about when we talk about anger we talk about showing the emotion and those type of day everybody loves to go to oh the fruit of the spirit said that's that's in this right all right so first thing we want to talk about today we're actually going to kind of work backwards in our questions all right we want to talk about anger in as it pertains to the lack of temperance is it a lack of temperance? And I even added another one. I said, is it a lack of meekness? Because those are things, those are characteristics that the fruit of this of the fruit of the spirit that we can say, ah, it does this line up that would, would raise questions, right? Does does anger line up with temperance and does it line up with meekness? And oftentimes you will see and you will hear people speak. I'm not going to say ministers. I'm going to say people. <laughs> no, wahala, right? You will hear them speak when they speak of the fruit of spirit. And this person, you know, that person is, oh, I saw them angry. And my God, they do not possess the fruit of the spirit because it says temperance. Let, well, let me enlighten you and enlighten us. Temperance, it comes from a French Anglo-Saxon word. And the real meaning of temperance is to abstain. It means to abstain. The, the literal meaning of temperance really means to abstain from alcohol. To abstain from alcohol and things of that. And there's another word that I really highlighted. Sobriety. 
okay isn't there another scripture in the bible where it says be ye sober is there is it not enough yes it is so what is really god telling us here when he's telling us the fruit of the spirit is temperance so if we break down sobriety if we break down to abstain and to have self-control it means to be clear-headed it means to be alert and it means to be conscious that's really what temperance is standing for in the bible that's really the literal meaning okay wait a minute but i don't want you to take my word for it i want you to see something and we're going to get into that so i just want to leave leave that with you the real meaning of temperance it means to abstain from alcohol that's initially what it meant and most christians do that okay that's initially really what it meant but it also can be taken in another form as to sobriety well what does sobriety mean it means to be sober it means and then if we break that down into a mental even if we break it down to a mental aspect it means to be clear-headed it means to be alert conscious aware and the list goes on and on but it means to be aware of what you're doing some people even say self-control and that's true but that even in self-control is to be aware and to be conscious of what you're doing all right so let's hold that don't take my word for it hold on we're going to discuss it later we're not going to take each other word for it we're going to really get into this and discuss it later now let's deal with meekness and the, the the base way that we can describe meekness, meekness means to have so much of an inner strength that is to be humble, that it's okay. You know, someone else can get the praise for it. Someone else can 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 take it. And even we saw this in in Isaiah 58, 1 through 12, when God when God was telling uh, the people that uh, this uh, he he was talking about fast. But again, like we said, it's talking about the attitude when he was telling people, I didn't tell you to put on sackcloth. I, I didn't tell you to, 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 to put on all this mourning and outward appearance that you're doing. I'm telling you to have that kind of humility, that attitude in your heart. In your heart. Okay. So, well, again, meekness, a lot of people put it, oh, yeah, you know, they want to <laughs> come in there. No, I ain't got nothing. No, I'm black. I'm put out. I'm low. I'm poverty. Or I don't have. To. They want you to. They don't want you to 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 talk against yourself. They want you to be negative. It is what is really being negative, and they believe that that's being meek. Meekness is not being negative. Meekness is not putting yourself down, giving yourself low self-esteem. Meekness is not uh not being confident in the things of god so that's one part meekness which stands for humility is an inner it's, it's an inner being it's an inner it's an inner expression okay it is it's it means and it stands for i don't i can you know it's okay you know, you can see if you feel like you're in the lead, you you'll be in the lead and I'll be here and I'll serve God here and give God the glory here. It's a, you know what meekness really is when God says, 
love thy neighbor as thyself and we talked about that and we definitely did discuss that last week in matthew 22 37 through 40 it's that part of the law because on these two when god says love the lord thy god with all their heart all your heart and then when he says love thy brother as thyself on these two rests all the law right well that's what meekness is meekness is loving your brother loving your neighbor and your sister more than you love yourself and that's what it really is to be humble and somebody that's what god is telling us in in isaiah 58 1 through 12 you can somebody anybody um, you can we can put on sackcloth we can mourn we can outwardly hold lord we cannot do our hair remember mother b in our skit last week we can do all of that outwardly but what he's looking for us is to do it in our heart and again he oftentimes warned uh the israelites about being uncircumcised in their heart all right okay so that's just i added meekness in there but the real point we wanted we wanted to make was temperance but hold on hold on hold on and we there's there's more to see here there's more for us to discuss here all right um and we put together of course another skit we put together another skit yeah we got another skit <laughs> so give me one second you guys let me go to this I want to go back to where I had it at so I can park it and drive. All right, here we go. All right, so moving right along, let's get to the skit that we have today. You guys remember Brother Henry Wright, right, from last week? Okay, well, he made it. He He did okay right he's he's and 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 should have been written with he he's making it right because we all know we're working process through jesus christ so he's making it in the church he's making it with god and he's doing okay and he has now been promoted to trustee all right he's now been promoted to trustee and now he's been given a name they call him trustee catfish so his name is now Trusty Catfish, and today's skit is about Trusty Catfish, and it's about Trusty Banks. All right. So two men, two laborers in the church: Trusty Catfish and Trusty Banks. All right, Trusty Banks. Um, let me just give you a background. He he welcomes Trusty Catfish to the Trusty Board, educates him on how they collect the money safely and securely and the safety and security procedures etc he makes sure to tell trustee catfish he likes to quickly shuffle the money during sunday's offering time when the baskets get so full to give more room for more money a few sundays go by and all seems to be going well Trustees Banks is certain his new trustee, Trustee Catfish, is settled in 
just like the older trustees who have been helping him for some time. The next Sunday comes, all seems to go the same. Only one difference. As Trustee Banks gets ready to pull out of the parking lot in his car after church that Sunday, Trusty Catfish pulls up beside him with a 38 barrel shotgun, points it at him, and says, Stop right there. You gotta be crazy if you think I'm going to let you keep stealing from the church like this. Cocks the gun back, looks straight at him in a stance to shoot, and says, Never mind who you thought I was. I'm Rick James. <laughs> Mother Brim, Mother Brim, and Pastor Sia and called the authorities. Trustee Banks tosses the money out of the car and starts cursing like a sailor and says, I was taking the money to the bank. Now who is and is not possessing the real Christian attitude as it concerns anger in this skit? Okay, let's let's talk about it. Let, let's talk about it, Saints. Alright. Okay, so we have we 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 have trustee banks here. Cat like I said, trustee catfish uh, and that, that's uh, uh, Henry Wright from the last skit with Mother A and B of last week. And he's now turned trusty. Tr they call him Trusty Catfish. And now we know why he's Catfish. Because he said, never mind who you thought I was. I'm Rick James. <laughs> He'll change up on you. He'll change up on you now. Yeah, you know, he, he's, he, he, he's watching you. So, and then... Uh, then uh, we got tr Trustee Banks. He's head of the, the trustee board. And he brings them in and all this. And everything seems to be going well. And then now we have, of course, at the towards the end of the skit, we have Trustee Catfish. Uh, he pulls up beside him with a 38 barrel and says, wait a minute, you're not going nowhere. I'm not going to let you keep stealing the church money. He obviously, he's, he's seen uh, uh, Trustee Banks doing something. When he claimed he was shuffling the money, you know, uh, just to make room on Sundays, right? Uh, and, and, and tell them, you know, never mind. Never mind You thought who you thought I was. I'm Rick James. So it's Trusty Catfish. And, and now, Trusty Banks, he goes into cursing like a sailor and tells them, drop, throw all the money out the car and say I was taking it to the bank. Now, who's wrong in uh, right or wrong as it pertains to anger in this skit? Well, first point, remember when we said, okay, well, let, let's just deal with uh, trustee banks. Okay. And our first question was, we know that both of them are angry. We know trustee banks is angry here. We see trustee catfish being angry here. And displaying anger. Well, our first question was, is it permitted in the Christian attitude? Okay. What does the Bible say about anger? Directly to us about anger. First thing it says, if we go to Ephesians 4 and 26, it says, be angry, but sin not. 
and neither let the sun go down on your wrath. You know, it continues continues to say if you have a your brother, you need to go and fix it. That's why when the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath, you need to go and talk about it. You need to go and discuss that. All right. So now let's look at Brother Banks and Brother Catfish. Now, Brother Banks, he got out the car, started cursing like a sailor right there in the church parking lot. He threw out the money first and then uh, and said, I was taking the money to the bank. Right. So we already know by the choices what he what he's letting come out of his mouth because the body uh, the Bible talks to us about swearing and the swear not and all and so forth and so on. So we already know from the things that are coming out of his mouth when the Bible says be angry but sin not he's already blown it, right? Okay. Um. When we look at it in perspective of uh, of a trusty catfish right it says be angry but sin not we know he's angry all right um we're not going to we're gonna we're gonna deal with it step by step and you'll see because some people say well now i have issue with him <laughs> why we with his actions for uh to pulling the gun out on uh on uh uh trusty banks but we got to understand what spirit he was operating in what was he uh, what characteristic he was uh, operating in so we're going to get into that and that's why this i mean Boy, if we really could have church, you know, if we really were having Sunday school or so forth, we could really get into this discussion where, where you all were able to really give us the feedback, you know, uh, without having to text in, email us or whatever. We really could have get into a long-winded conversation and discussion about this gift. But nevertheless, uh, let's, we're going to deal with what prompted because we want to know what's behind, what what drove uh, trusty catfish to pull out that gun on him to try and stop uh, trusty banks because you know he's thinking that he's stealing the money so one thing about trusty catfish bible says be angry but sin not okay we don't find him swearing we do find where he could have went to his brother right he could have went to his brother, maybe pulled him aside instead of taking the steps to get the gun. And those those are aspects and characteristics that, you know, something that we can we can see that maybe he could have handled that differently. Maybe he could have went and pulled. But when you talk about somebody stealing, you know, uh, from the especially from the house of God, if they're going to steal like that, you know, when you talk about somebody stealing, you don't know. He may have known not known how uh trusty banks would have responded to him so that's things that we can talk about and we can discuss and even after the show you can further think in your head to help us deal with this concept of anger so we do know to answer our question one yes anger is permitted in the real christian attitude but the bible says be angry and sin not so we we can know that we're there will be times that we are going to be angry should we be angry all the time nope it's just like my niece said if we're angry all the time as christians there's something wrong we should not be angry all the time okay but there are times into certain situations for every action, there's a reaction that it's okay to be angry for. But we should not sin. And if we get angry, we should not be angry too long. Because the Bible says, not, let not the sun go down on your wrath. Alright? So those are things for us. Come on, body of Christ, for us. 
you know, for us that we can work on as I minister to you, I'm ministering to myself as well. Now, let's go to um, question number two, right? Is anger demonic? All right. And right here, I want, I, I need you to go with me. I don't even want, I need you to go with me to John 2 and 13. Okay. Is anger demonic as it pertains to the real Christian attitude? Okay. Go, if you'll, if you'll go with me to, uh, we're going to John 2 and 13. And let's, let's, I want everybody, we're going to, you're going to go, we're going to see about, uh, what is his name? Trusty Catfish. Right. All right. We're in John 2 and we're beginning with the 13th verse. 13th verse. It says, and the, and the Jews Passover was at hand and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and doves and the changes of money sitting. And when... He had made a scourge of small cords. He drove all out. Uh, excuse me. He drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overthrew the tables and said unto them that sold doves, take these things hence. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And that's what he said. And this was. This is John. To, uh, 13 through 16 now here we have it let's go back to 15 and when he had made a score of small cores he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overthrew the tables and 16 says and said unto them that sold doves take these things hence make not my father's house and house of merchandise now this is Jesus talking this is Jesus doing now, we know that Jesus was God in the flesh. Was he not God in the flesh? Jesus was God in the flesh. Now, how can Jesus be demonic for showing anger? This is what I want us to see here. How can Jesus be uh, 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 not of the spirit of God and he is God in the flesh? And here, what did he do? He went as far as a, a trusty catfish here. Jesse Catfish, he got a gun and put it beside the man and said, you got to be crazy if you think that I am going to continue to let you steal from the house of God. But here Jesus is saying, Jesus made a scourge, a small cord. He might not have had a gun back in there, but he made a, a scourge of small cord and drove out the money changers. Drove out those that were stealing from the house of God. In so many words, he's stealing. And hence, therefore, it's the same concept with tithes and offerings. Hit, hit. But but the, but it, it, these these were people that were literally stealing. They were preventing, standing in the way of the not only the ministry that was going for, but I'm sure there are a lot of people they weren't even paying their tithes and offering. They were giving, they were buying from the the money changers in the temple. I'm sure of it, cause because we know how human, we know how characteristic of human, how humans can be, right? So we're sure of it. Not only they were stealing twofold. You know, not only were they blocking the ministry and the word of God and, 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 and making the, the ill proper use of the temple of God. They were also 
so blo- I'm sure they were blocking the tithes and offering because people were spending. Oh, I, I, they had in mind to pay their tithes and offering. Soon as they got to the the source of, well, wait a minute, they selling something here before I can even get to the temple. Y'all get in there to pay my tithe. They selling something here I might need, and I'm sure they were spending money on others, spend the tithe money. So they were stealing twofold. Okay, so uh that, that that right there let us see that example of jesus when we look at trusty catfish we can say see even though he got a gun and he was stopping the man because he saw why was he why was he angry trusty catfish catfish was angry with a holy anger that's what i call it now you can call it whatever you want to it was a holy anger because this man trusty banks was stealing from the house of god and trusty catfish saw it. He sat there. He observed it. He watched it. Watched it, and he saw it, and it angered him. And he it angered him to the point. It angered him to the point because of the love he had for God, the love he had for the church. What is love? The goodness he had in him. What is love and goodness? Those are also fruits of the spirit. Well, well, sis, uh, sis, if you want to call me sis, if you want to call me apostle, it doesn't even matter. Either one works for me because I'm not hung up on title. But either one, if you want to call me minister, that's fine too. Right? But but you, you may say to me, apostle, you may you may say to me, how does that have to do? How do, Okay, so now how does that have to do with his temperance? Well, now... Was cap was was a uh, trusty catfish conscious of what he was doing? Was he aware? He used restraint, cause he 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 didn't shoot the man, and I'm sure he probably wasn't gonna shoot the man. But he wanted to let that man know that he was not playing with him. He was gonna hand over that money, and that goes back to what we said. Well, some people said, well, he could have went and talked to him. He he might have known if if this man is doing this type of stuff. That if I go and talk to that man, it's gonna be an argument. It might be a fight. If he's if he's stealing from the house of God like that, right? So what was he? he was operating in the in the fruits of the spirit? He was operating in love and he was operating in goodness. And as far as temperance goes, he had he was conscious of what he was trying to do. And then right there, he was trying to stop an unjust act from occurring to the body of Christ. Okay. So, and even as we go back to Jesus, and there are some people that love what got into him. Some mothers and sisters, I don't know what's wrong with Trusty Catfish. He called a gun, he brought a gun, and this, that, and the other. They wouldn't even look at the fact that Trusty Banks was stealing from the church. They would try to ridicule and put down uh, Trusty uh, Catfish and sweat. Oh, he, he demonic. He got something going on with him. Well, Jesus won't demonic. And he literally sat there. Jesus said, tell you in the word. In John 2 and 13, that Jesus let he sat there and made a scourge, a small court. He made something, a weapon, to drive them out. Right? Turned over. They, 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 they love that this day they had to happen. People were claimed in the church he had all kind of demonic activity going on and everything else. It wasn't right. It wasn't the spirit of God. So that's what I'm showing you. That's why God told me to deal with this day. Show my people that there's a cause for anger. It's not all about being passive because there's some things of God we can't be passive about. There's some things going on in this world we can't be passive about. Because if we are being passive about, if we are being passive about it, in reality, 
I'm gonna leave that alone. All right, let's move on. Right. Okay. Now, so we see here the spirit that Trustee Catfish was operating in. He operated in a spirit of love, and he operated in a spirit of goodness. Uh, temperance. He was still operating in that meekness. He didn't even care. He went so far because he know the people. He knows some people gonna talk about him. He didn't care about himself. That's he was even operating in meekness. But yet he was showing anger. And yes, he was still operating in a spirit of meekness because it was a humility about him that I don't even care what they say about me. I'm going to stop this. You see somebody doing something wrong, lay members, whoever, sisters and brothers, saints out there, and you stop it. You are, some people may ridicule you, or you say something about it, or you go and try to make an attempt to, to stop that. But I'm telling you, you are operating in the, in the spirit of meekness, and you are operating and still in the spirit of temperance. Don't let no one tell you different. Because there's a lot of mess and junk that go on, and we allow to go on in the church of God today. Even in the world today. As Christians, as saints, people that call, like we said yesterday, we, they go, loosely call themselves Christian. But are you really tracking the teachings of Jesus Christ? Because this is your real attitude. And yes, it does involve anger. Should you be angry all the time? No way, shape, form, and fashion should you be. Because God told us to dwell on those things whatsoever is good, whatsoever is pure, whatsoever is of good report, to dwell on those things. No, you should not. That's what we should dwell on. But when there's something happen. That we need to do something about. In the spirit of love. In the spirit of goodness. And sometimes even in the spirit of faith. And hoping that they will change. Right? Are we showing the spirit of temperance? Yes we are. Because if we're conscious. And we know what we're doing. It said be sober headed. Be clear headed. Be sober. That's what temperance means. Be conscious. Be alert and be aware of what you're doing. And if you know you're doing something in the spirit of to 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 uh, stop something, to try and make it better or prohibit something that is not of God, then you are operating in the spirit of temperance. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. Well, what about humility? You are showing humility because nine times out of ten, if you're going to do something or show an emotion, and even especially if it's involving anger, someone or where it could even look like anger, someone's going to say, oh, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with that person. They're not, it's not, God would not want them to act that way. It's not permitted in the Christian or it's demonic or like something. They got to lay hands on them, cast them devils out. Somebody's going to say that. And so you, you know somebody's going to say something even if it's not that they're going to say something against you and say that you're not uh, of god right so you are acting in a spirit of meekness because meekness is humility that i don't care about what happens to me as long as the, the job gets done right as long as we are serving the most high as long as i'm following christ and that's the real christian attitude that's what we're talking about today all right so let's take uh let's take okay so we've already addressed all three questions i want to just make sure that we didn't forget anything um that's one other thing that's one that's one other thing you know uh let's go to let's go to matthew uh 23 go to matthew 23 with me
and then we're going to wrap it up i don't know if i win yeah the time is getting there so let's uh we're getting close to the 40 minutes all right so we're going to matthew 23 23 i don't know how i got in 22 let's go to 23 we'll just go over one and we're going to let's start with one through, we'll read one through three and then we'll jump down 33 ministers probably know where i'm going all right so uh matthew 23 one through three and then we're going to the 30, 33rd verse. Okay, then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. That means give them their respect, right? But do not after their works, for they say... And they do not. So God is telling you that you know it, it those that if when you find someone and again, no hate. I'm not hating on the high up leaders because there are some that really do their best to follow in the things of God. But here, this is Jesus talking, and He's saying some of those those ministers and people that are high up in the body of Christ that 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 that, that are have uh, you know them. <laughs> and I, I'm, not, I'm just I'm scratching my head. You guys can't see me because I want to be careful into talk into the, in some of the things. I don't want anyone to think that uh, I always come in a spirit of love, and so I don't. I'm certainly not putting down the high up ministers of God, but you will know them if you're really in God. You will know them. Apostle, do you have to? I don't have to tell you if you really have a relationship with God. God will reveal them to you, and you will know them okay um by the fruit they bear and i'm just telling you that god is saying that there's some things in the body of christ that we have some some people that are so high up and they and, and when i say so high up i'm not talking about i'm not hating on anyone that's financially well because like i told you my family had i'm one to be teased about prosperity so there's no hate there i'm talking about so high up in their mind in their spirit of pride right uh and, and um so that those and god said this is jesus talking they oftentimes there's some of them that are operating in a pharisaic sadducitic attitude and spirit okay and he's telling the people here these were the real pharisees and sadducees of the bible days the ones and he's telling them he said all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe so that's respect them that that observe and do but do not after their works for they say and they do not and that's what that's exactly what what he's saying uh uh here you know he this is what he's saying um to make sure that you do yes yes to make sure that you respect them but he's he's warning us okay don't 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 you might not want to do everything after their works because if you do everything after their works you're going to get into bad habit now let's move on here we go here we go this 33 is what we really came here for i just wanted to give you a background of what we do and then here in 33 jesus has called them ye serpents ye generation of vipers how can you escape the damnation of hell now ain't that something for jesus to say how many people do agree that's something for Jesus to say? My, 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 that's something for him to say. Right? 
<laughs> and that's often, that's often what we like to say about people. Our brothers and sisters here below. You let someone say something that is either too truthful or it's just either it's just calling a spade a spade. And they will look and look down. Mm. Look at that anger in him. Oh, they're not operating. That ain't the spirit of God. We we love to say that. That ain't that ain't the spirit of God in them. They no sir. But here we have Jesus, who was God in the flesh, and had the nerve out of his mouth, right? Set it out of his mouth. Set it out of his mouth, ye serpents. He called them snakes and vipers. That's what he called them. Well, okay. So now, how was he operating? That's a, that sounds like he was angry. That sounds like he. That sounds like he was sinning because Jesus shouldn't have called nobody no name. He called it the truth. Jesus was operating in the spirit of truth. That's what he was operating under. And temperance, yes, he had temperance. He knew exactly what he was saying, and he was self-aware. It, was he acting in the spirit of meekness? Yes, indeed. He was operating in the spirit of meekness because he didn't care about himself. And we saw that when he died on the cross. He didn't care about himself. He just wanted his father's word and will to be done. Right? Okay. He definitely was operating in the spirit of love because God is love. And that's what is love and again if we go back just to wrap it up so we 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 saw and like i said we could go on and on with the, the skit and um, for today of course we don't have time for um that to 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 go uh, you know more and more detail and of course we could go into it but of course as we know and as we said last week on these two this is what jesus gave us now let's see how everything ties together he gave us, he said that on these two rests all the law. He said that one, you should love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. And two, that we should love our neighbor as ourself. Okay. And he said on those two rests all the law. Alright, when we went to Romans and we went to Romans 2 and 14 and 16 we found out that the law was now written in our hearts as we are the Gentiles the law was now written in our hearts right and that our thoughts are excusing or accusing one another and they will be judged by Jesus Christ right but mainly we know that the law is in our hearts okay our attitude and our emotion and our show of emotion is often and it's always going to be ruled by our thoughts okay that's what we dealt with last week in episode eight they are accusing or excusing one another uh, some people would argue with our skit that trustee bank didn't steal that money he was taking it to the bank <laughs> but uh, but trustee catfish saw something where he knew something was going on something went right right and we never get to the bottom we could go on and on with that skit uh, his thoughts led him yes he did pull out a gun on the man Yep, and Jesus did make a score, just small cords. Yes, he did. 
right and they did both of them did it in the spirit of love both of them had temperance because they were well aware and conscious and sober-minded they knew what they were doing they were operating in the spirit of meekness also because of the simple fact that they were humble enough inwardly to say that i don't care what is thought of me i just want my father in heaven's will to be done okay they were also operating in the spirit of love and as well as goodness and even faith when they did their actions all right um well let's see going back to isaiah 58 all right 1 through 12 god gave israel before he even writ and wrote a law in our hearts god gave israel not only fasting regulations and how they should fast he gave them the spirit that they should fast in and the attitude and the characteristics that they should have as God's people. And that's all God wanted us to know and to relate to us today. The real Christian attitude. It's not fake. It's not have saying one thing and thinking another. It's not a pretense. It's really tracking the the teachings of Jesus Christ. And that involves our thoughts. And yes, anger does have a place. But it should be expressed correctly. And it depends on what the motive. And no, it should not be long drawn out. It should not be always, right? It should not be an ongoing anger and, you know, no. People that are angry all the time, no. It shouldn't be none of that, right? And this is for us, and this is what God gave us today. Now, um, we thank you for listening, and we hope that word sinks deep, deep, deep in your heart. Um, anyone needing the Bible, maybe if we didn't even leave, maybe if you're not like Vanessa, and we did have technical difficulties with her call, and unfortunately she couldn't even say bye to you all, um, and she is working. She just took the time out and told us, sure, she'd love to do give her a testimony for the ministry. Um, but if you you may not have even came into Christ through us, but we'd be more than welcome to see your Bible. Uh, please um, go into you can go to HTTPS colon backslash backslash welfare. Welfare is spelled W E L F A R E period captivate c-a-p-t-i-v-a-t-e period f-m okay and that's our website and you can go there you can um, email us and let us know that you would like a bible but now we have something new because somebody linked us there and and send us an email to go there and finish setting up and so we did so and so you can follow us now on reason podcast okay and and, um reason podcast uh you can follow us at welfare no sorry i'm so used to the welfare that's wrong (laughs) so you can follow us at with the s symbol like twitter and it's well w-e-l-l 
a r k backslash i'm sorry that's not a backslash that's 10 so let me let's try that again at sign w e l l a r k 10 and then that's h t t p s colon backslash backslash reason r e a s o n period f m backslash user backslash well w e l l arc a r k 10 and i know that's a lot but just go on reason um podcast and you can look for welfare if you can't remember all that um you also can use the link that we have on captivate and you can replay it if you need to write it down again um you can go there or either website if you need prayer today for any special thing anything going out of the ordinary like i told you we are finding out and and indeed we're a small firm ministry now and and god is is just is letting us know you know all the gifts and everything that he put in us and it, even if it's something unusual that you feel like well maybe another minister please you can feel free to write us feel free to for uh to to uh you know, uh, go on reason and you can subscribe to us now on reason. If you want to, you can put a comment, even if you want to put a comment, if you want to, um, uh, put a like or dislike, or you put a comment, you can definitely put a comment and let us know. I need prayer for such and such. And you don't have to give us your name. You can, um, give us, we would love to have your name for prayer, but if you don't want to give, give their name just put it down as an alias and we will intercede for you we will be praying for you and fasting on your behalf and um so we'd love to do that and we love to send you the word of god we love to send everybody the word of god so if you need a bible doesn't matter if you came in through our ministry or through us uh, if you need a bible reach us on either of those two uh places and then um uh anything uh even even job help assistance if you really have it. and someone um in fact i got i just got some more information um uh uh t- today you know if you say well you know uh i there's i can only do certain kind you know i need to be at home with my kids i got some more information someone gave me um and that was real they said please spread it and spread it on your podcast and so i we have some more information there's a company that is hiring exactly where you can work from home you know and so hey god is in the blessing business and he will not have you you know he, if he's gonna save you he's gonna save your finances too you know so um please uh just uh and supply everything you need and so if you need to reach out for any of those things we are now on reason podcast somebody puts on reason podcast and we thank god for them and um we're at welfare arc 10 there so you can reach us there and um i gave you the long link but reason podcast r-e-a-s-o-n just simple as that we're there and we're also still on captivate and um you can reach us at https uh backslash backslash welfare um period captivate fm you can reach us there and um and so uh those are the places now if you need the lord you say i want to have the real christian attitude you need the lord in your life 
um come on and pray with us give us we're going to give you one minute come on and come into the household of faith god wishes that no man would not be saved it doesn't matter what you're into what you've been into so just come on and get ready to go into the house of the lord with us um uh we're going to give you like a second or two to get yourself get your mind clear and we'll get ready to pray indeed his love is kind and patient amen praise the lord um all right so here we go let's clear our minds heavenly father we come to you through your son jesus christ jesus we thank you for being our lord and savior we ask you for full forgiveness of our sins We ask you to come into our heart and come into our life. Change us. Make us brand new. And make our life new. And better. As of this day, I accept you into my life, into my heart, and I surrender everything to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we have prayed. And if you pray that prayer, you are now born again a Christian and we welcome you in. Stay, uh, just hold on for just a moment and we're going to have our covering prayer. Okay, and we're going to go ahead and go into prayer. We have Minister K. He's a teacher, and he is, um, I thank God, he's my husband. But he's going to do the covering prayer. So, Heavenly Father, the I am that I am, the creator of heaven and earth, the beginning and the end. We thank you, we worship your name. We give you glory for giving us another opportunity to listen to you today. We thank you for the revelation. We thank you, O oh Lord, for touching people's hearts. We give you glory for saving souls today. Be thou glorified in Jesus' name. Father Almighty God, we thank you for setting the captive free. We give you glory. Be thou exalted in Jesus' name. We bless your holy name once again for using your daughter 
we thank you. We pray that you will strengthen her the more. We pray that you will replenish her. We pray that you will renew her strength. And as for many that have listened to this wonderful message, as many that will listen, we pray that they are blessed. We pronounce blessing unto them in Jesus' name. Jesus we pronounce name. blessing unto their home in Jesus' in name. Jesus we pray they are set free. Because the Bible says, if you, the Son, shall set you free, you are free indeed. We pray you are set free from every spirit of anger. We pray you are set free from every emotional captivity. Be thou glorified in Jesus' name. Be thou exalted in Jesus' name. Father Almighty God, this message that we have heard today is a seed. We're praying that this seed will find fertile soil in everybody's heart. At the end of the world, at the second coming of Jesus Christ, these words that your children have heard today shall not stand against them in Jesus' name. The right attitude to walk in the way of the Lord, Father, bestow upon them in Jesus' name. We thank you, O Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Until next time, be blessed. And know that God loves you too much to leave you the way you are. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed and believe. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just the name of Jesus.